When two people decide to get a divorce, it isn't a sign that they don't understand one another, but a sign that they have at least begun to. I don't know whether my other sounds for to you, but so it's coming across that particular code. I thought, hmm, that's a perspective to look at it from. And it sounds like it reads like a good perspective because if you're not just staying in there because of what people will say, what they might say, and you decide, you know what, let's both go our ways and go and find peace. Hey, hey, people, it's your girl Esther Ray, and this is not for my village people. I think perspective is actually a gift. It's a gift to have a different perspective to the other person you're having conversations with, and it just makes it all interesting, isn't it? So on this platform, we're going to share personal stories. Be open-minded, listen in, pick what you can pick from it, do you understand? On different topics because we're going to be talking about different topics from friendship to marriages to life happenings to growing up to backgrounds to careers to businesses so different people will be coming on this platform and i'm looking forward to sharing my perspectives my stories and exciting informations just for you to learn from it it won't be new things that you've not heard before but i'm hoping this platform will serve as a kind of a reminder for you to connect back to that that you need to connect to once again it's not for my village people guys thank you hey hey my people it's your girl Esther, and this is another episode of not for my village people and i must tell you guys no today is a day indeed because this is a really cool one you know the series i've been doing i thought i was done with the series but yeah no 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 y'all listeners and lovers of not for my village we are like nah you need to draw it back because there are some interesting juicy teas out there because the teas i've been serving i've been serving them they've been cold they've been hot they've been warm in between and everything but the juice and the tea we're talking about today has got some sugar in them if i may say that myself even you know how i love to hype myself if you don't hype me i will hype myself but the truth of the matter is this story even i can't wait to just get into it and listen in like you all like, like one of our not for my village people's fan like she listened to the dating series and she was like you know what girl i need to come on i want to i have got some stories to tell and the stories we're gonna be talking about today is even from a different perspective you know how i'm such a big lover and fan of perspectives yeah maybe when i read some of these quotes to you you will understand what perspective i'm talking about the first one that comes to mind as soon as i said for it and i thought nah this is something i want to give my people today just because the past to turn out like you wanted it to doesn't mean your future can't be better than you ever imagined are you thinking what i'm thinking you already know what we're going to be talking about today yeah all right the next one i saw here from katie within it says your dream doesn't have an expiration date sisters misters Take a deep breath and try again. There is no harm in trying again. Now, the lady I'm going to be talking about today or talking to today, speaking to today, chatting with today, that she's going to be sharing this juicy sugary tea for us today. She's a lady that was married. Now, she's going to tell us all about that. She was married, but she's no longer married. Okay. And now she's back in the dating game. Now, you know, you all know, sometimes this marriage business works out and sometimes it doesn't work out, you know, whatever the case may be, because it didn't work out doesn't mean you shouldn't try again. Right. Like I said, your dream doesn't have an expiration date. 
if you want love, you want togetherness, you want the future, you want all this, you know, lovey-dovey things that we keep seeing, you know, relationship goes like they put it on Instagram. Those are fake, by the way, just so you know, in case you're listening <laughs> to this and you don't know where, please, sisters, misters, it's a lie. It's a lie. Most of those pictures were taken out of frustration. Most of those pictures were taken because someone is trying to prove something. Some of those pictures were actually taken on lovey-dovey days, but it doesn't mean every day is lovey-dovey. And take that from a sister that has been married for 11 years. I just thank God there is a rule about not killing another person because sometimes I just want to use the pillow and get it done with. But yeah, I'm not going to do that. God forbid, in Jesus' name. You know, your girl is a God girl, right? She's a Jesus girl, so I'm not going to kill anybody. But sometimes I just want to break his head. But yeah, I've not broken it yet. I don't plan to do that in the future or now, but yeah just so anyone use this particular episode against me in the court of law <laughs> anyways <laughs> it's your girl and it's not for my village people again i'm gonna give it to the sister on the call today just for her to introduce herself first before we then dive dove swim swam whatever the case may be in this situation. Hi, girl. How are you doing today? Hello. <laughs> good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. <laughs> good everything, isn't it? Tell me, yes. who are you? Tell us about it. My name is Temi and I'm a project manager by profession. I'm a divorcee, mom of two, and a businesswoman. Look at that. An entrepreneur. <laughs> an entrepreneur. I love those entrepreneurs because they're all boss ladies, isn't it? You know what? Whatever the case may be, they're all boss ladies. And this, you heard us say, you know, you talked about, you know, you're a divorcee. How long were you married for, if you don't mind me asking? I was married for 10 years, together for 11 plus. Oh my goodness, that's a decade. And it didn't work yeah. out, unfortunately. But maybe she want to share today. You know how I like people to just go and drive and do whatever. Tell us whatever they want to tell us. But she did tell me already. She said she's got sugar in the tea. She's serving today. So, you know, just <laughs> hot, stay, hot tea. Stay, stay on board. Stay on board. It's got to start making sense very soon. But before we go on into that, let me read this very third quote I saw online. I thought, you know what? Girl, please dilute this for us. So we don't go on with diabetes because she says she bought sugar on board, isn't it? It's okay to be afraid, but don't get stuck there. Have the courage to start over again. What does that mean to you, Tammy? Have the courage to start all over again. Boy, that is really, really hard. That is really, really, really hard. Because So there are lots of women in marriages that are very unhappy or they are afraid to leave because of, you know, what people will say, family members, financial woes, you know, friends, church. There are a lot of things that hold people back. Actually, when there's kids involved as well, people stay to fight harder just because of the kids, you know. Nobody goes into the marriage thinking about divorce, you know. Correct. But things happen and sometimes it's actually more healthy for the children hmm. to leave than to stay. Hmm. I like that you said that, you know, uh, even though we're not talking about marriage today or the brokenness of some of the marriages, but I like that you say sometimes people stay before their kids. And I feel like we grew up hearing this from our parents, most especially our mothers. And they're like, you know, despite the fact that they were unhappy in their marriage or in their relationship or situationships, they stayed because of their children. But now I feel like it makes a lot of sense now at this, from this other side of things, you know, in our thirties, in marriages. And we're like, you know, a lot of people, when you 
hear their stories. Now, I thank God for my life. You know, it's not the same everywhere, but I thank God for my home and I'm glad where I am. I'm happy there. But sometimes it doesn't really work that way. And oftentimes some people will consider, you know, my kids come first. But then when we say, you know, kids come first, most women are suffering. You you said earlier, most women are suffering and they're not happy in their marriage. Does it mean most women? Is that correct way to put it? I don't know. Should I say most? Is okay, it perspective, I, I would say it? most. Mm-hmm. Maybe some women. Let's change that word because most is a bit. There are lots of people that are very, very happy and content. 100%. Yes. Let's say some, not most. Yeah. Some. And those some. that are not, okay, so some. So those that are not happy, it, it doesn't mean even those of us, uh, you know, for example, I think I I, I'm, I can happily put myself in the box of someone that is happy in a marriage, but I know something and trust me, I feel like he knows as well, the mister knows it as well, that we're not always, it's not 100% daily happy. I think I'll be worried if Definitely. we're always happy. Do you understand? No, I know. Well, there's no it's not possible. Marriage be, is hard. You'll be a makeup cake, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Definitely, marriage is definitely hard. And if anybody tells you that their marriage is easy and is ooh la la all the time, they are liars. <laughs> Do you funny enough, me? yeah. Funny enough, uh, yeah. Honestly, that that's correct. But funny enough, I was at a wedding this weekend, and I'm one of those people. My my friends know that I don't just go to people's wedding. I am 35 as well, and I've only been yesterday's wedding. This the wedding I went to this weekend is the fifth wedding I've been to in my entire life. I don't just go to people's wedding. But at this particular wedding, I was kind of also a part of the wedding. So I had the need or I was really, I had to listen all through. I was there from the beginning before it actually started. So I listened to a lot of the things. And one of the things they were saying yesterday, I think one of the, maybe the MC or, or a pastor or something was saying, they said, oh, may you be attracted to each other for the rest of your life and i'm like that's so that's so fake that's so unreal not gonna happen nah, 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 mm-hmm. it's not going to happen the joys of it you know when we start getting that one belly instead of six pack and that husband <laughs> with the flat belly when you met him like you're like oh my god it goes this pack this is like not having any moles <laughs> no <laughs> do you understand but you just gotta adapt i feel like adaptation and by mm-hmm. God's grace, being happy about it. You also pointed out something earlier that I want to quickly go into before we go into this dating escapades of yours. You talked about Christians, like, you know, people will be worried about what they would say in church. Yeah, this weekend as well, mm-hmm. I, had the, I had the need to tell someone that I'm sorry, but I'm not a churchy person. I am a Christian. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are churchy people, are religious people, but they don't even know the God that they're serving. So when we talk about people in the perspective of those that have opinions about a marriage being, making it through or a marriage not making it through, I'm thinking, yeah, hopefully the first thing you're thinking about is the other party in that relationship that they're looking to come out. Are they at peace? Are they happy? Are they safe? Do you understand? Because sometimes that's not the case. But again, today is not about marriage talk. There are some juicy stuff Tammy has brought up to us today when it comes to our dating escapades, dating adventures, if I'm allowed to say that, dating experiences. Yeah. But she's going to be tackling it from dating after divorce. Yeah. So tell us, what have you got for our sister? Well, I think I got married when I was quite young. I was oh, nice. 23 or 24 when I got married. Great. So my dating experience back in the day was so much different Mm. I feel like back in the days men were more willing to cut a woman they were willing to tolerate more from women they're willing to woo a woman Mm. but now people don't do that they don't do that anymore they're not interested in doing that 
everybody's just interested in oh i remember one guy saying something to me you know this was somebody that was trying to date me and he said to me that the only thing better than a p word is the next p i was like what i opened my mouth i was like so it's like a schedule you know you're a project manager it's like a schedule it's like dependencies you know the very first one and then it depends on the other that's but I was just thinking in my head that there's always going to be a new P. That's what you have to realize. Do you understand? There's always oh, so that means sister, if you're the only thing better than a new P mm-hmm. is a P and what's it called? You're always going to be in search of something. Hmm. You're always going to be in search of something. So that's what I'm like, nah, that's not right. So basically, let me tell you one of the my first experience of dating. Yeah. I met this guy. I went on a date with this guy. He invited me out. So I'm guessing, I thought he invited me out. So I thought he took us to a restaurant that he would be able to afford, obviously, because you invite me out. Correct. You know, back in the days when people are dating, that's what I thought. <laughs> that you, know? you invite a lady out, you're expected to, you know, pay for the meal. That was my, you know, that was my impression I had in my head. But when we got to the meal, it was an African restaurant. When we got to the meal... I had, I think the total bill, I had some, like, maybe I spent 15 pounds or maybe 17 pounds in total. And he had something and maybe his bill was like maybe 25 pounds. I know the bill was not up to 50 pounds. I think it was like maybe 45 or something like that. And the guy was just like, oh, yeah, I know you independent ladies. Now you want to pay for the meal. And I was like, eh? So I thought I was dumbfounded because I was just like, I don't understand. You brought, I thought you brought me to a restaurant that you could afford. So why are you spending? I was like, no, I'm not independent. I'm a woman. I'm not independent. No. <laughs> what does that drink. even mean, independent woman, because you're about to pay for a bill? Like, yeah, yeah, I was that is like, disturbing. Where did you find this I, man? Dating websites. Oh, that's another so, thing. That's another thing, because think about it. As a the walking woman and a single mother of two where am I going to meet the man that's true when I go out I go out because I get paid for my because mm. I'm, I'm a business woman like I said so I go out for business I barely go out for like maybe when we hang out me and my friends we're always indoors is that I mean like so dating up my my friends suggested dating up to boy was that was it a trip I was so traumatized I had to leave so that was my first dating experience so let me tell you another one this guy lived in Sheffield I've never been to Sheffield before so he wanted to come out he wanted to come down to my city but I thought because I've never been to Sheffield before let me go out there so I decided to go to Sheffield so he booked so wait I think did I end the other one the that other date he ended up paying that date by the way oh so you said you were not independent and then he paid for it Yes, he paid for it. But after that date, that was the end of it. Is it because he did not reach out? Or you didn't reach back out to him? No, he reached out to me. But I know my worth. Correct. you're already about £40 bill, what would the relationship be like? And you want to split a £40 bill? This dude must listen to this. He's a village people. (laughs) (laughs) Goodness me. So that one, I was just like, nah. And that was like ever my first ever face-to-face date out of the app. Mm. That scared me already. I bet. But then my, my friends were like, oh, no, no, no. You know, things happen. Like, you need to be patient. Like, maybe that one was just a bad one. Like, maybe you should another one. Like, you know, maybe, you know. So I thought, okay. So I was stupid enough to do it again. I think once this thing, 
not shy at all. So I was stupid enough to do it again. So now my second experience, this was a, like maybe five months or three months after. Yeah. So this one, again, we've been talking for a few months. We lived in different cities. So he lived in Sheffield, like I said. So he invited me out to Sheffield. So I was, I went there for the day. So he booked the restaurant. He, uh, uh, he invited me out and the restaurant was really nice. It was like, I don't know if you've been to the IVs before. Yes, we, in Sheffield. Yes. I've not been to the one in Sheffield, but I've been to one in yeah, Manchester. Yeah, so that, it wasn't called um, IVs, but it was similar to the IVs. Oh, really, okay. The food was amazing. The ambience, mm-hmm. it was, the guy was such a gentleman. Wow. I mean. Is he a colored person or Caucasian? It was a Nigerian man. It was Ooh, a Nigerian. African. Igbo man. It was an okay. African Igbo man to be precise. So the date was going so he opened the door, he moved my chair, he was such a perfect, and we spoke, oh. it was such a perfect date. So we now decided that, okay, since the date is going so well, how we go back in, do you understand? Because we were still earlier in the day, this was like around maybe 7 o'clock or 6.30 after the meeting. Okay, we have nothing to lose. So we started getting shots. We started with shots in that particular restaurant. Then we started, we went to the first bar. So when we, upon our arrival at the first bar, I don't know, do you know a drink called Ray and Nephew? Oh, no, I don't. No. Okay, so it's an alcoholic drink. Is it cocktail? It's like a cocktail. Ray and Nephew. No, 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 no. Jamaican. no, no. Ray and Nephew is a Jamaican rum. It's 67%. Ooh. Oh, Lord. Yes, it's really, really bad. So I saw that Ray and Nephew at the, on the bar. You know, and I was just like, oh my God, have you had Ray and Nephew before? He said, no. And I said, oh my gosh, that drink is a killer. So I don't know if this guy was really, really nervous or he was trying to prove something to me. So this guy said, okay, he wanted to try it. So he ordered two shots. He ordered two shots of Ray and Nephew. I was like, I am not having Ray and Nephew because that is 67%. I'm too old. When I have alcohol, it takes me two weeks to recover. You get me? (laughs) I can imagine it weighing a third, isn't it? I'm not. I, as I'm telling you, so I was like, I'm not doing this. So he did the two shots. Then he got another two shots. Then he got to play. He did 12 shots of Ray and Nephew. What? And when I was trying to talk to him and I was telling him that I don't think it's what a good idea. Days. He said, oh, he's a man. He said he's a man and he can handle his drink. That Who do I think I am talking to him like his mother? I was like, uh, oh, it had kicked in by then. I think quiet. it just kicked in by then already. <laughs> Oh, so then this man started becoming belligerent. I mean, because the drink, he had almost half a bottle of Ray and Nephew, 67% alcohol. So he started shouting at me. He started becoming really violent. So I just decided to excuse the building. And then when I got outside, he came outside with me and he started shouting on the streets. So when I saw him shouting and he started doing, I don't, I would never let a man disrespect me because who are you to talk to me like this? Do you, mind well, me asking, you, that, well, do you mind me asking if you sorry to call you short? What was he shouting about? Because I was trying to talk to him about his drinking. Because okay. I was I was trying to understand, I was trying to give him grace because I was like, maybe he was nervous, you know, because maybe he said this was his first date in a while and he got out of a two-year relationship before me. Do you oh. understand what I mean? So I thought maybe, you know, sometimes people can be nervous and we can drink way more than we should have because of the nerves. Because yeah, we're trying sure. to calm our sure. nerves. Yeah. So I was trying to give him grace because I thought maybe he was nervous, but I was trying, you like, calm down that this drink is really, really bad, that you may not feel it now, but when it kicks in, it's going to be very, very, you know, aggressive. 
but the guy just wouldn't listen to me. So when I was exiting the building, he followed me and outside he was like, hey, who do you think you are talking to me like that? Da, 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 da. So I just decided to, you know, look for a cab and I was walking away. And as I was walking away, the police actually got to him and they arrested him that night. What? For drunk, drunk and disorderly. Yes, because he was legless. He was all over the place. It was really, really bad. So imagine my first date was really bad. My first date was really bad. And then my second experience of dating, this was also my experience. Oh, so God. the guy called me the next day. The guy called me the next day and he was like, he was almost blaming me, not holding himself accountable for his action. And he was telling me that, oh, that this was the first time that he's been arrested in his life, that if not because he met me, he wouldn't be arrested. Are you serious? Are you flipping kidding me? So he's blaming my- you now. Yeah, he was blaming me for his actions. A grown 37-year-old man was blaming me. He was for, I think I didn't put a gun to his head to drink that alcohol. I was just suggesting, I just suggested as he had it before. And he said, no, I said, okay, you can taste it, but one shot. And then he had 12 shots. Did you have any shot of the drink? No, 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 not real, nephew. I had tequila shots. Um, well, was Petrol. No, I only had like two like two shots because I can't handle more than that. It takes me weeks to recover from one shot. Oh, was this guy also from the dating side? Yes, he was also from a, 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 the same dating side. The same. You need to you need to jump off that da- dating. Side. Yeah, I have now. <laughs> that was my last. That, that was my last one. Really traumatized. That experience really really traumatized me because I felt. Because I, I had two shots and I was already like a little bit tipsy. And I thought to myself that imagine if I rested with him or let's say we were together because I was walking away when the police got to him. But I just, I have more to lose. I have more at stake for me. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just yeah. drunk and dishonorably at the age of 36. Are you kidding me? Those are things you do when you're 21, 22. You know, that was cute. Mm-hmm. But as a grown adult, that is really, really bad. So that's to say... Like dating after divorce, number one, the dating pool is really, really like I have friends that are similar ages as me that have never been married. And I used to think when I was married, I was like, ah, there are lots of single guys out here now. Like, what are you saying? Uh, there are lots of men, da, 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 da. but they used to tell me that hmm, the people out here are crazy, but I never believed them until I entered the dating pool. And I'm like, damage people everywhere. And you know the thing is, hurt people or hurt other people. Lots of people have been through stuff in their life and they don't yeah. take the time out to actually heal. But instead, they go on dating websites. They go on dating websites trying to get their next victim. And they just, they're not available, but they're portrayed to be available. Oh no, I'm so sorry this was your experience because I've had some horrific story about this dating website and, and people, but to think like, you know, culturally, because I know you're Nigerian yourself, to think, yeah. you know, culturally it was similar, it was, you know, something you recognize and then it becomes this story now that has traumatized you. And so since then, you've not even tried to. Oh no, I'm done. God is going to bring you, the man and mean? throw him on my head. God is going to bring the man and throw him on my head and let him slap me in the face so that I can really know that God is the one speaking to me. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> sister. The maybe, devil called... maybe not the one that will slap you in your face, though. <laughs> I know God will slap me in the face, like, dude, this is your husband or this is your partner. You get me? So that I can know that, yes, God, you're the one. I hear you. I hear you. 
because outside now, even on this dating app, do you know how many people's husband I saw on that dating app? Mm. And I'm like, oh, I think that's the sugar bar. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, after you, like, loads, oh no, dating out here now. There are loads of married people, loads of married people, loads of married people. You know, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, this perspective thing and as, yeah, as human beings, <laughs> not the animals, but as human beings, sometimes we think something is a certain way, but it may not be. Now, you are, no, I, I don't know how many people you know or stuff, stuff, obviously I got wind of you not being with your man anymore, but you know, sometimes maybe you don't even know they're no longer together anymore. So maybe those people you saw on dating site, maybe they they just no, still... I, oh, no, they're still together. Oh, no, they're still you together. They're still together. Oh, you still oh they're still together. They're living together? Oh, they're living together with kids. Oh, oh yeah. really? There's even one, oh, my God, there's one that um, recently, this one was dating my friend, yeah. and my friend doesn't know, and then I went to a party, his birthday party, Yes. You know, I went there as a, on the business. Okay. And then when I got there, it was his birthday party with his wife Ooh. and his child. And I was okay. just there. And he was your friend's boyfriend. Um, well, he, he's a husband mm-hmm. and a father somewhere else. Amazing. Yeah. Like, oh. oh, yeah. I was just, I had to call my friend with the tea, like, is this still the man you're dating or maybe he's twin brother it could be his twin brother you know you know just trying to stand up for a mister right now it could be a twin you know that he probably doesn't even know his own twin brother that's a, that's a possible situation this happened like for real real this was not a nollywood movie or something you you didn't see this in an american movie you know it's not red you went no, to the party and you saw your friend's boyfriend married. Yes. And the funny thing, I like, I left the party immediately and I was just like, and you, you get me I went to business anymore? No, I was there on business, but I still have to give my friend the tea. <laughs> but I, I like that. I like that. You know, I like that. If you don't have good friends, I'll give you teas like this on the spot. Like, you know, oh my goodness. No, that's something. And I wanted her to pull up if she wanted to because I, this is did not. She, did she come out? Did she come? No, I didn't think it was. Why would you disrespect yourself like that for over a man? But and number one, the lady, the, 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 the wife, no, but the, she didn't know. She and didn't the wife know. didn't deserve for her to be embarrassed. Like, she's a woman. Do you understand? She didn't deserve to be embarrassed like that. Like, are they still know, together you know, now? Jokes apart. Like, she doesn't know. I mean, your but friend. My friend. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. They're broken up now. Like, broken yeah. up. But there are loads of people. Honestly, like, I've met loads of married men on website. And I'm just like, you know, when you start digging, like, when you start ta- talking to them, you meet them. And then some of them, obviously, they're not my, I don't know them from Adams. But when you start digging deeper, and then you're like, you know, asking questions, because don't th- think about it. I'm 36 years old. The men I'm meeting are like maybe late 30s or 40s. When they say they've never been married on their website, on their profile, they say they've never been married, they don't have kids, they don't have this. And I'm like, um, think about it. We're 30 up in our 30s. Life has gone through us or we have been through life regardless. So you yeah. would have a story to tell. Yes. And me being the psychologist that I am, because I did psychologist for my postgrad, I was just, you know, I start asking probing questions. Do you understand yeah. what I mean? So yeah. and then... When you tell me a question, when you answer a question, I keep that answer in my head. 
So when you're trying to play around or you're trying to, I'm like, I thought you said, da, 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 da. I thought you said, but upon further digging, then you start finding out that they're married. But or some of them will lie to you that, oh, that, you know, they're trying to separate, but they are not separated yet. Or yeah. da, da, da. I'm just like, nah, lots of people out here that are not, things are not always as they appear to be, basically. Oh, that's such a shame because, oh my goodness, poor woman, that lady with that man and, and he's just, you know, he's gallivanting all around town and, you know, she's just the wife in the house. But, I, you know, talking about, you know, from your perspective, and I think it does happen a lot, to be fair, because someone told me a story once as well. There was this old delicious looking guy as well very very cute uh, from what i what, what i had and obviously they went on a couple dates only for later this man is saying oh yeah he actually has someone he's living with he has an housemate the housemate happens to be a woman with kids and what what's the situation here is because the housemate. they were married why is, you, why is he calling a housemate when no, they're married wait, no, wait, wait. they were no the way is there let's let's I just even acknowledge the where the they were they're not married anymore but they live together because they kind of bought their house together so stupidly they can't even leave and you're you're going on dates and you know what a lie what a big gigantic lie is that Mm -hmm. are you serious are you for real so you want to continue to date while you have a woman in there so because in case you both come out and you're going to church or to mosque together on a sunday or a friday you can easily say oh yeah she's just my house and we're sharing the car together as well very Mm -hmm. sad Mm-hmm. And they share the bed together as well, as well. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe sometimes, you know, even even married, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it's part time. It's probably on a schedule somewhere. You're project. You're the project mm. manager. You know, there's probably a project <laughs> man out there with when to sleep on the bed and when not to sleep on that bed, isn't it? Oh my goodness, I'm oh sorry you believe that. Uh, but yeah, in your opinion right now, when it comes, because you're, you're talking about, you don't want to date anymore. You don't want to go back to this dating website. No, definitely. I feel like with how long I've been on this planet Earth, I'm not sure there's going to be a man that will drop from heaven like you mentioned. Uh, <laughs> you know, they don't drop them like that, unfortunately. <laughs> and not even with the world we're in right now. So... You know mm-hmm. what? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely. I'm hoping you get that courage again because I can understand what it is. Because from what the quotes we even read earlier, I said just because the past did not turn out like you wanted it to, doesn't mean your future can't be better than you ever imagined. Okay, I agree I like, with you. Yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. I agree with you. However, like for me now, don't forget that I'm not a younger. I'm dating as a 36 year old woman, and I also have kids that I have to look out for. So any man that's going to come into my life, because I'm dating with intention. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? I'm yeah. dating intentionally. But because of the experience I've had, I've actually come to the resolution that if I'm not never going to marry or meet anybody, and I'm going to be single for the rest of my life, I'm okay with it. Hmm. I'm okay with it because the last thing I want to do is to bring somebody in to my children's life and break up like a year or two later and introducing them to different you know uncles and uncles and uncles and uncles and uncles i'm not doing that do you understand like if that's why i said that god has to literally drop the guy because Mm. it has to be somebody that is god-fearing somebody that we're equally yoked and our goals align Mm. do you understand what i mean like somebody that's been through life as well like i'm 37 years old i'm not a spring chicken i've got challenges that i've been through i've got but do you know what I'm finding now? People our age, 
want younger girls that they can manipulate. Hmm. You mean the men, right? You mean the yeah. misters, men? Yeah, the misters. They actually want younger girls that they could manipulate, not women like us. Because we are, we know ourselves, we're more confident in our skin. Do you understand? So we ask more of them. We demand more of them because we want them to bring their best foot forward. Do you understand what I mean? Because we've had experiences too. For a young 25, 23, 22-year-old girl, she's into the game. She's not even, she doesn't know her left from her right. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. She's not really experienced. She doesn't, she doesn't really have life experience under her belt. Do you understand? Mm. So she's willing to please that man mm. and tolerate more of his nonsense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you're probably so, just buying her iPhones and paying for the meal when they go Exactly. To and that's all she requires of it. Do you understand what I mean? Because she doesn't know any better. Yeah. As a grown okay. adult woman, dating now is like we require more. You know, and you know the thing is like women are earning more now. Women are financially independent. Do you understand what I mean? So, like, what are you bringing to the table? Mm. Because I am the table. <laughs> what You're the table. So, oh, I am the table. You're the table. So, what are you bringing? You get me? Because, because don't yeah. forget that we women, like, when women go into marriages, we have a lot to sacrifice. We sacrifice a lot. We are the one having the children. We are the one that they give us a house, we turn into a home. We are the one, because they say behind every great successful man, there's a woman one nurturing their dreams caring for the dream so you as a woman going into a relationship you have lots more to lose than a man would yeah but if you're saying yeah yeah correct i I agree but if you're saying the mister is a perspective isn't it the misters are looking for the younger ones does that say are you very concerned or alert to the age is a number a very important factor for you no but the thing is, another thing that like I was talking to my brother today or and my friends about this. One thing that I've noticed is that, let's say now I wanted to go for a young person, like a, a, a somebody that's a little bit younger than me. I'm a mother of two. Let's say this person is African, for example. Even if the person loves me as much as I love them, what about their family? Because most mothers, I remember having a conversation with my friends, like a man, uh, my friend, because I wanted to seek a man's perspective on this. He was a grown man, a 40-year-old man, and he was telling me that when he was 37, he met a girl. And the girl's amazing that he, that girl was the love of his life. But because she had a child already, his mother refused the wedding. His mom is late now, and that's something that he said that he regrets, that he wishes that he went, he defied his mom and still went ahead to marry that girl. Because now he's still not married. And he felt like, because now that girl has actually gotten married to somebody else. Mm. He felt like, because he listened to his mom, he missed out on something good. Mm. But he was telling me from a man's perspective that, especially like maybe a Yoruba culture, mm. if that's what you're going into. Yoruba yeah. women, mothers to be precise, they would not tolerate a young, especially maybe someone that's never been married before. Mm. you now saying you love a mother of two. Mm. God forbid that thing. Yeah. No, I, no, I get that. And I, and I really, really feel, I feel it as well. I think it was yesterday at this wedding ceremony I, I attended, the minister, uh, it was a Christian marriage, and the minister said something about, may we not miss who you're meant to marry and marry who you're meant to miss. Mm-hmm. Did you get that? You know? Oh, I felt it. I'm like, oh, rage. Because sometimes 
based on how we started, sometimes I feel like people fall into the, they end up with, they marry those that they were supposed to miss. And then they miss like this guy you're talking about now, unfortunately for him, he listened to his mother. And now he's maybe in courts, missed who he was meant to marry. Oh my goodness. No, thank you so much for, <laughs> for sharing all the things you've shared. It's been an amazing, <laughs> no, it, I feel like people will probably get the popcorns and drinks by the time they had the first story with this and the, the various other examples you shared with when it comes to dating. To round up today, I know you've said, oh, you're not searching anymore now. You're just, chill, you know, you just want to. What would you say that guy that you want God to drop from heaven? What would you say you want him to be like? You've you've mentioned a few. You said God-fearing and, you know, you are equally yoked. Now, I don't know what that really means, but yeah, equally yoked in your own words. But what yeah. else would you like that man? Just in case that mister is listening to this podcast, <laughs> let me go save Tammy. Tell us, what, what, what's on I, your I, list? What's on your list? I think because, for, you know? for, for, for me, somebody that is kind do you understand what i mean somebody yeah. that is really kind god fearing god fearing tops everything because i feel like if someone knows god someone knows god and loves god himself hmm. the way he would treat another human being do you understand because you know they say a man should love his wife the way christ loved the church hmm. do you understand what i mean i feel like somebody that is god fearing somebody that knows knows the word as his own relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that yes. that type of person would be a kind man, a man of substance. Do you understand mm-hmm. what I mean? God fearing. Oh you know like that. that was deep. A man of substance. No. That was really, really deep. And I like that that's a standard because from what you're saying, you keep saying it and you keep repeating it. I feel like it's a standard that you're setting for yourself now that the next person I make, the next, and you said you're dating with intention. So whoever you're dating now, it's not for us to just go to restaurant, eat and drink. It's about Mm -hmm. what's next for us. So I feel like you're a sister that would be like on the first day. Okay, so, you know. I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat. I I feel like that is is a facade. Mm. like i would go on a, if i was going to go on a date now i would go coffee date or i would go for like a walk in the park mm. i would because i want to talk to you and find out more about you because i don't want to waste my time mm. what's going on in your, head like, and your mind exactly exactly mm. what's underneath that you know veil yeah i would like to talk and find out more rather than going on a romantic date where it's candle leads and everything like that boy bye and then someone's going to ask you, you know, can you I speak know, pay the bills? <laughs> no, that was funny. That was really, really funny. But, no, but you know, it's very important that before you go on any date, always have next money. My granddad taught oh, me about that. Yes. You yeah. always, uh, I could play for that date, but it was just principle, you know? <laughs> I, I even like the hashtag of that. Always have an vex money. Next money. Very important. So, so no mistake will be looking at you like, you know what, Miss Independence, where's your wallet or your card? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. A man of substance. Definitely. Yeah. I resonate with that. God fearing and a man that has, you know, that is, you're what something, you're something yourself. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about bringing something to the table. You have a table, you have something to bring to it as well. I like that. We're going to end tonight and um, today's recording with this quote that I see online and I feel like it resonates a lot with what Tammy has been talking about tonight. And one of them is saying, when two people decide to get a divorce, 
it isn't a sign that they don't understand one another, but a sign that they have at least begun to. I don't know whether my other sounds for you, to you, but so it's coming across that particular good. I thought, hmm, that's a perspective to look at it from. And it sounds like it reads like a good perspective because if you're not just staying in there because of what people will say, what they might say, and you decide, you know what, let's both go our ways and go and find peace and go and date potentially men and women of substances is because you not both understand that, yeah, we're not substantiating, if that's a word, if that's an English word, we're not <laughs> substantiating one another anymore. And we just got to go out there and find substance our own partner full of substance don't miss out on something that could be great just because it could also be difficult now to me and from all the people i've been speaking to on this who did you date episode including my dating experience to be fair i am scared of this date i feel like it's difficult and you started with that as well saying that nah it's not easy it's not you use some words that you say spring chicken i'm not spring chicken anymore you know it's not it's really you in your 30s and then all these people cooking up stories when they have their missus in the house and the children are laying in bed next to them and they're they're on dating website i feel like there should be a, a dating website police (laughs) <laughs> you know, that would be good isn't it a dating website police that calls out people they come across on there that are actually married Mm-mm. interesting maybe that's a new job for someone out there sisters misters listening to not for my village people it's been another fantastic episode i hope you've learned one thing or the other from this particular episode or if you're about to get into the dating world and you're curious about the dating website dating website was never a thing when i was you know searching for love and things like that but it sure is now so you know for those that are looking today and they're going on those dating websites Jamie has told us today that not all the people you see on that platform are, are good enough for spring chicken or those that can are I not just say something anymore. yeah go on I interrupt you yeah. I really 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 love your podcast by the way like oh. it has been very insightful and I love how vulnerable you've been because I feel like loads of women are going through the same challenges and having life experience and it's just nice to be able to know that you're not alone Oh, like, thank you, sister. So I really, really enjoy your podcast. Oh, um, Timmy, that means I am one of the not for my village people tribe. Fan. Oh, look at that. <laughs> no, tell me. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you so much. I feel like in another year, we'll be calling Timmy as one of those OGs of not for my village people. Legend. Yes. I really appreciate and I respect that as well. Thank you so, so very much. And I wish you and pray you find that love that you're looking for, the definition of it, whatever it means to you you said you're the table and you're looking for someone to bring substantiated stuff you know things of value things of good quality onto your table that your heart desire i pray for you and sisters misters for you guys out there that are looking for you know from everything we've recorded i don't know i've not received any additional ask on this what who did you date episode but if i don't this will probably be the last one now but then Hopefully the ones that we've recorded so far, it serves as a reminder to you. You're not alone. Like Tammy said, you're not alone. People are going through this stuff, but make sure you have, you know, what your definition of a partner is, what your definition of the mysteries of the sister is, and be realistic from the angle of your own situation. Because 
yet again, you know, I always say we all carry baggage. We all carry baggage. Acknowledging your own baggage, working on your own baggage, and making sure you're clear and very transparent with it when you meet that potential person that is bringing something onto your table, mister or sister in this perspective. For all of you out there that are looking for love, that are searching for love, that want something solid, that want something amazing, I pray you find what it is that you're looking for. And those that are already in it, I pray you continue to look at the green pastures that you're living in right now. And I just got to be real. It's not always going to be green, but don't use a pillow. Just continue to discuss it. Have a good understanding and things will sort itself out. It's not for my village people, guys. Have a great day ahead and keep listening, keep sharing, keep following. Drop your comments, send me an email. Just, you know, the emails are helping. Just like Timmy did right now. It was, it would, no, I felt, now I feel like recording another one today before I actually call it a day already. But it's been great. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, Timmy, I appreciate you. And hopefully, maybe who knows, we might bring you back again sometime soon. Thank you once again. and, and Enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everyone.